Let's go for it. You awake to the smell of rotten pineapple husks and motor oil. You open your eyes to see that you're a good 30 yards from the highway and a sorry 30 inches from a trash heap. Come to think of it, it's more like a heavy concentration of trash in a trash yard. A number of people seem to see you as they walk by pushing carts and calling to other people across the road and inside houses, but none of them seem particularly concerned by your presence. Judging by the blazing sun and the bright pink splotches on your exposed arms, you guess it to be midday and somewhere tropical. You notice a profound dryness in your mouth and throat and reach into your pocket to see if some cash might remedy the problem. A thick wad of pink and blue tell you, yes, we can. You take a good look at one of the bills and read, República Dominicana. That must make this Santo Domingo, you think to yourself. Thank God for 11th grade geography class. And thank God for 11th grade Spanish class. In any case, it seems you're going to be here for a while. Your first inclination is to find the closest spot to Gostar Dinero. But then a second thought hits you. The idea of getting cozy in the same spot as last night isn't exactly too appealing. You could get an early start on the lodging issue to better your chances of finding a bed for the night. Anyway, it's a choose-your-own-adventure story, so traditionally you'd like get a choice. But I only printed out the, the first two pages, so I'll just keep reading. You walk up to the counter of the closest open-air, all-day fiesta center and request some water. It dawns on you that you are far from the sorriest-looking soul soliciting the services of this quality establishment. The vendor mumbles what sounds like cincuenta to your out-of-practice ear. You hand him a 20 and he puts it in his cash box. As he hands you the cold bottle of water, a jollied man pours you a small plastic cup from his tall presidente. You put down half the bottle of water in one long pull and take the frothy cup from your new best friend. He makes a half-hearted attempt at a salud from his corner spot on the floor, and you share in the international language of drinking beer at the same time. You make like the natives and lose track of time, an easy feat to accomplish when you're making new friends. It makes no difference that you haven't understood a word they've said. They taught you how to dance bachata. You even got the hips right after the third tall boy made its way around. The point is, it's starting to get a bit dark, and as much as you like these guys, you're not thrilled at the idea of going home with any of them. You know it will be even harder to find a room after another drink, but on the other hand, another drink is another drink. I'm Dan Klaus. This is my uh, service project that I did. Hola, mami. Tú tienes un novio. Tú tienes ojos bonitos. ¿Quieres casarme? Hey, gorgeous. Do you have a boyfriend? You have amazing eyes. Do you want to get married? I'm Jess Buller. And I'm Sarah Groff. And you we represent the spring and summer SST groups that went to the Dominican Republic. These are just a few of the many phrases you may hear when you venture to the Dominican Republic. After three months of living abroad, we have learned many lessons, gathered numerous stories, and found our second families. For those of you who are not familiar with Goshen's SST program, it's a semester of language study and service in another country. 
During your time abroad, you live with the host family and thus are able to experience the culture firsthand. After today, we hope you get as excited as we are and skip right over to Tom Meyer's office to sign up for this spring and summer, which still have openings. We hope you enjoy listening to some of the stories from our SST experience. I'm Erica Hartman, and for my final project, I wrote a couple poems, and I'm going to share one with you. Um, one word you might want to know is colmado, which was a general type store where you could buy um, food and stuff, and they're about on every corner, and they're about the size of a dorm room. And another word is guagua, and those were um, minibus type vehicles, which were at least 10 years old, and they were one of the forms of public transportation. It's called At the Corner of Camarena and Sanchez. Don Jose has worked at Colmado Costa Rica for 18 years. His wrinkled and calloused hands have faithfully served each customer. Pasta, Presidente, tomato paste, dulces, and toilet paper from the faded wooden shelves lining the peeling red walls. A broken woman lies on the sidewalk in the shade of Colmado Costa Rica sleeping time away with each dream of a real life, her legs so thin that she seems a lost child, wondering what she is being punished for. The shoeshine boy shifts impatiently in the hot, punishing noonday sun, his sacred brush and stand silent as he watches each pair of walking shoes, sandals, flip-flops, tennis shoes, high heels, bare feet. Then, leather shoes step into view, and the boy smiles. Smack, the basketball slams into the pavement, almost hitting the man getting his shoes shined. Nervous laughter spreads out over the six boys, dirt painted into the soles of their bare feet, sweat brushing lines into their faces. The old woman in the white dress moves back and forth to the rhythm of the basketball, sweeping the crumpled napkins and shriveled flower blossoms into the gutter in front of the house that is the color of the most beautiful sea. The rickety guagua flies past the green blue sea, its cobrador whistling at whomever passes, in hopes of a new passenger, a new fare as the wheels keep turning and the houses appear and disappear from view. The little girl hums the new song she learned today as the guagua drives past, smiling in her blue school uniform and skipping to the rhythm in her head as she sucks on the lollipop she bought this morning at Comado, Costa Rica. Hi, um, my name is Andre Schenk, and uh, a little disclaimer about what I'm going to say. Uh, while on service during SST, you're going to have to do some kind of project. Um, while living in the Campo, that is the countryside, I uh, decided to do mine on chickens, 25 pages on chickens. Um, <laughs> you don't have to do it about chickens or make it 25 pages long, but uh, I'm going to give you a brief glimpse through my slightly biased eyes, perhaps. Um, chickens. Um, I'm also going to mention uh, guineas, which are a larger, more hunchback-shaped chicken-esque bird. Um, so if you don't know what that is, now you do. Some general thoughts about chickens. Out of all the species patrolling this great earth, the chicken has to be one of the most dumb and annoying creatures in it. They are an amazingly simple-minded bird. They spend basically the entire day wandering around looking for food, jerking their downward pointed heads back and forth quickly with each step, pecking rapidly at the ground as they wander about. Sometimes they make strange peeps and calls, cries and shrieks, 
For what purpose, I have no idea. They bring out in me a mostly docile human, a strange desire to give one a swift kick to the rear, a most, satisfi most satisfying thump with a flurry of feathers and attached wings and squawks. Some days I think this would be the most satisfying action I could ever do. <laughs> um, now on to more interesting things. Uh, this entry was called Murder, Sex, and Mystery, Recipe for Intrigue. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm gonna mention, I named all the birds, so any names, um, that's a bird, other than Teresa, which is my host mother. <laughs> all right. So it turns out my suspicions about the fate of a Tau were correct, just premature. After a high-speed chase and plenty of cursing and yelling, a Tau was brought bound and held to her unfortunate end. Teresa, that is my host mother, captor, judge, and executioner showed expert skill at her task, most likely coming from extensive practice. Holding the bird by the neck, she quickly spun the chicken several times around and then caught and held the, bird, the contorted bird in this position. A Tau put up a feeble struggle and then suddenly, it was all over as the bird's neck gave an impercept imperceptible snap and Teresa dropped it lifeless to the ground. The carcass still giving rat random muscle spasms periodically. I must say that a ta was a delicious, if not bittersweet meal for me. While her plucked and cooked flesh was, filled, was filling and flavor filled, I believe I will miss the excitement she brought to the study and I always hate to lose a subject. <laughs> now onto the sex. Sir Johnson, that is the dominant cock or rooster of the yard, has been on mating tear today. Victims of choice are Yachty and Marge, two of the hens. He can be quite a persistent bird when he feels like it, chasing and stalking them all over the place. At times, a foot race will break out between Johnson and Yachty, but the latter always gave up eventually. Have these birds no shame, no sense of decency, procreating in the middle of the yard? I shake my head in disbelief. But then, intrigue breaks out like a racehorse from the starting gate, in the form of that rascally Jorge, which is another um, rooster. Sneaking up from the back of the yard, he catches Yadi by surprise or willingly, I'm not sure. And they begin a scandalous love triangle in the middle of the bright afternoon. <laughs> the jealous Johnson stumbles upon this debauchery and lets out a cry of rage and shock at the audacity of these two chickens. Jorge, realizing the game's up, took off on a run with Johnson hot on his tail feathers. The pair go tearing through the yard at their awkward run, Johnson calling the whole way. Luckily for Jorge, Johnson was not so driven to revenge as he is to mate, or Jorge is faster, and the dominant one was never quite able to catch him. That's just a brief excerpt, but there you go. Saludos. My name is Lindsay Glick, and I was on the um, summer SST program. We thought it would be fun to share a few things that we heard on the street a lot or that Dominicans say a lot. You may have heard stories about how Dominicans drop off their S's when they say things. So a normal phrase like, como estas, or como tu estas, turns into, como tu ta. Um, they drop it off on pretty much everything, in the middle of the word or at the end of the word. So, estoy ta aquí would mean, estoy esta aquí. Um, one of the most, um, I don't know, um, annoying? <laughs> Definitely, the first day that we went to the DR, the thing that we noticed the most was just walking down the street, the comments that we got, and the hissing. 
Um, the hissing sounds kind of like this. And so this is what the men do to the women, and I don't know if maybe sometimes to the men occasionally as well. Um, and we've tried various responses. Mostly we just ignored them, but occasionally we would try to hiss back just, just to see what would happen. So it'd start out with one person hissing at us, and then people would return it, and it turns into a kind of a war like this. And on and on until you um, get out of hearing range for them. A lot of the men also um, made kissing faces at you, or as you walked by, would go like this. We also heard, hey, Rubia, a lot, which we learned in Spanish class means blonde, but in the DR it refers to anyone with light skin color. So we all got that a lot. And of course, Americana, Americana. Um, sometimes people would um, say a few English phrases that they'd picked up. So sometimes you hear things like, hey, baby, I love you. <laughs> or, hey, people, how you doing? You speak English? Special price for you. <clears throat> um, this is a common phrase that the youth would say instead of, which would be kind of our equivalent of what's up is, que lo que? And so when I learned this one, I used it with my host brother in the city. And he would kind of look at me surprised that I'd said it and say, tranquilo, which is like chill or calm. Um, some other th fun things that were heard a lot were, ay mi madre, and this can vary from a really short phrase to really drawn out, depending on how surprised or shocked the person is. So sometimes it sounds like, ay mi madre, and other times it's, ay mi madre. Ay Dios mío, Padre Santo, Diablo, those are all things that they say. Um, we often got called, mi amor, mi cielo, mi vida, mi corazón, whatever. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that we learned was that Dominicans have some nonverbal communication that they do. Um, if they don't understand you or what you just said, they'll scrunch their nose at you like this. I don't know if you can see it. And so once we learned this, we started using it. And it doesn't make any difference whether you say a thing. So someone will say something and you don't understand it, which happens a lot. You scrunch your nose at them, and they'll repeat it or explain it. Um, there are a few other ones. And so we were told that Dominicans can have a complete conversation on the bus without ever talking. So it goes kind of like this. You get someone's attention by scrunching your nose at them, um, pointing your lips, maybe. And then they don't really understand what you're saying, so they'll scrunch their nose back. You use your lips to point. So you point over to some sketchy, sketchy guy on the guagua over there. And they look over. You do this. That means thief, ladron, or pickpocket. Watch yourself. So that's the conversation. Um, there are also some common things that, that were heard among our group, particularly after um, a diet of fried um, platanos, fried chicken, fried salami, fried eggs, um, some papaya, something like that. Tengo que ir al baño. <laughs> or if we were on the bus with our bus driver, Jose Martin, and someone just randomly said, I have to poop. He knew what that meant and pulled over very quickly. 
One issue that some of our groups struggled with during SST was how much Western influence should affect the Dominicans' colorful culture. American influence was widespread because of movies, music, and the fact that we have invaded their country two times. Our group struggled with the notion of progress, what the definition of progress is, who has the power to decide what it means. We had a hard time knowing where to draw the line between helping a culture progress and appreciating the culture for how it already is. We wanted the very best for the Dominicans we got to know in education, resources, and things like clean water. But who are we to decide what they need? Let me give you some examples. For my service assignment, I was supposed to be with an organization that worked with poor children on a batay. A batay is basically a really poor community of Haitians, and they mostly work in the sugarcane fields. After a few days, I began to realize that all this organization did was to have Bible studies with the children. While I think Bible studies can be valuable, these children didn't have clean water to drink, let alone clean water to bathe in. They didn't have enough food to eat. Their basic needs weren't being met. So are we justified in going in and talking about God and Jesus when these children are suffering? As a couple of members in our group found out, standards of cleanliness in healthcare settings are very different down there. Is it our place to intervene? Or with issues of nutrition, should we share with them our ideas of a balanced diet? But then how will that affect their traditional ways of eating? I bet you're sad to know that I don't have all the answers here for you this morning. For me, these questions were an important part of my SST experience, and I will continue to struggle with them.
conmigo, por favor. Will you pray with us? Señor, gracias por la oportunidad que teníamos de vivir la cultura de la República Dominicana. Te damos gracias hoy por nuestras experiencias que eran tan importantes y impactantes. Ayúdanos mientras nosotros, la comunidad, tratamos a comprender nuevas culturas de las personas que viven cerca de nosotros. Gracias, Señor, por la gran diversidad de personas que podemos encontrar y por tu amor. En el nombre de Jesús. God, thank you for the opportunity that we have had to experience the Dominican culture. Our experiences were formative and important, and we thank you for them today. Help us as a community to continue to strive to understand new cultures and also the cultures of the people around us. Thank you, God, for the diversity of people that we can be exposed to and the experiences of your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Salven en la paz de Dios, listos para ver al Señor en todas las personas del mundo. Go in peace to experience God and the different people are in the world. Dicen las mujeres que bueno eso es swing, eso es algo diferente.